Hello everybody, welcome to hockeytoday.cc. We've got a special surprise for you. We have a bonus track, as it were, for our coach conference. And you see that I am not alone here. Uh, and for once, I am going to try and shut up as mostly as possible. But we've got uh, our uh, special guest for tonight is uh, Mike Irving from Sport 101 in the UK. And he's going to talk to us about the importance of branding and the importance of social media for when you're starting out as a coach or when you want to build your coaching career. And uh, when it comes to social media, then obviously we, we, we need the input from Bernardo Fernandez, the creator and founder of Southpass, the big guy on social media for hockey. So wh what can we tell about social media that we need to have Bernardo online here? But yeah, because all three of us are, are pretty much uh, old uh, guys, uh, becoming old guys. Sorry, Bernardo, I'm, I'm, I'm joining yes. you in there. <laughs> yeah, we, we thought it would be a good idea to have at least one of the youngsters also here present. So the third person there is Sergio Oles from Zaragoza in Spain, member of the EHF youth panel, uh, player and also a coach in, uh, in Zaragoza. Uh, but especially here uh, as, as one of the younger coaches so that he can correct us all this when we start talking about social media. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, Mike, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Uh, firstly, really uh, honoured uh, and so excited to be here with all, all three of you uh, and to be a part of your amazing conference. Um, it's an incredible project, hockeytoday.cc, uh, and yeah, very uh, flattered and honoured to be a part of it today. So firstly, a huge thank you to, to all of you guys. Um, yeah, so the, the topic of social media, I think it's such a fascinating landscape and world uh, to be a part of. Um, and I think for me, having been around it for a little while now and seen various different guises and, uh, as you said, uh, Having looked up to the likes of Bernardo uh, and what he's done with South Pass over the years, for me, I really wanted to kind of, could I create something within Sport 101 that had that kind of vibe, that feel and, and had that presence uh, more than anything else uh, in the world of hockey. Um, and I think it, it comes down to a few different things. And I think social media, first and foremost, it's a communication platform. So it's how you can communicate and how you connect with everyone around the world. And I think that's got its real big positives behind, beside it. And it's also got some kind of technically difficult areas, which I think people need to be really aware of. Um, I think obviously from a, a huge positive point of view, it's being able to connect with so many amazing people from all over the world is just the best thing, in my opinion. Um, I think it it opens it can open doors for opportunities as well uh, if used in the right way and it's something which I want to touch on later is like how you can get the most out of it as a coach or as somebody new starting out in uh, setting up your own projects coaching companies whatever I think there's a few things which will kind of really help in that um, and I think finally it's a way of expressing yourself um, not only as a brand, but also as, as an individual. Um, so I kind of want to start with that in, in how people use it to express themselves and how they use it to present themselves in the world. I think for me, the like I said, the biggest positive is if you use it in the right way, it's so valuable for kind of promoting your ideas and your thoughts and your opinions. Um, but I think there has to be a little caveat with that in that, it's not you need to treat it as if what you say on twitter instagram facebook tiktok what you do on there needs to reflect how you would be if we were all in a room together face to face and i think people get really brave and really uh really big in their thoughts when that's over twitter or over facebook and when they actually get confronted face to face about it, I think it, they sometimes come up with different opinions. And I think consistency is king. So whatever you're going to show, present, 
express an opinion about and not saying you have to agree with everything that's not the case at all um and i think it's important to disagree it's important to shed light on situations you know whether they're big situations such as um you know what's going on in the world today with black lives matter with um you know female equality all those sorts of things if no matter if it's a big huge world topic like that or disagreeing with an umpiring decision at a game of the weekend, like you still need to come across in a rational, normal human being like way. And I think that's where I think people, you know, people are passionate about hockey. Um, we all are. If we weren't, we, all, we wouldn't be sat here today talking about yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but I think it's making sure that it comes across in a way like if you're, if your mum or your nan was sat in the room with you, would you be happy saying what you're saying there in front of them? And I think that's a really important thing to kind of flag. Um, and I think the other thing is that, like I say, that consistency. Yes, you you know, people change their opinions, change their minds, get swayed one way. That's absolutely fine. But it's not being drastically shifted one way or the other. So actually, I think having that consistency in what you're saying, I think, is massive. The other thing to think about is, like I've already mentioned, is you are selling effectively, you're selling yourself as a brand, um, whether that's, you know, Bernardo Fernandez or a self pass or Unspar or hockeytoday.cc, whatever you're doing, you are selling that item, uh, you as an individual or your, or your brand or your company. And if, you need to then be also consistent in the um, the beliefs and the philosophies of whatever brand you're attached to. So if your brand is all about being open and honest and creative and warm and friendly and this that, and the other, yet the presence you put out on social media is negative and like poking at people and that sort of thing, then it, it produces a clash. So I think people need to be really wary about what they're saying and how that then kind of aligns like I say that's a potential negative but the positive spin on that is it can actually if you're connected to other really positive people and organizations and brands and everything else it's only going to help not only you and the projects that you're working on but actually it's going to help the hockey community because if there's more positivity going around and more people connecting and sharing supporting and helping each other out then that's incredible um and that's such a valuable thing and i I, i've seen it done really really well and i I think seeing that is just awesome um and i can think of some really yo go for it sorry can i can i interrupt you for the first time here because uh, i think it's 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 a great advice and that is something that i I myself uh, you gave me a a word of praise about the self-class project which I, i I appreciate a lot, especially coming from you. But what he said now, it's something that I feel that I personally need to to handle better because sometimes I think you have the, your real coach uh, uh, person or, or persona, then you have your virtual persona or your uh, project persona. And sometimes you might mix some things or, or some areas of opinion, they will be a bit great. And, and and I don't know. So so it's also a question. It's a remark for me, but it's also a question for you. And it's like, uh, should we be very uh, conscious about dividing both uh, areas? So my real coaching persona and my social media uh, project or persona, or we also need to get into a, a state of habit with social media and 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 opinion easy opinions that one thing doesn't need to affect the other I, makes sense this this yeah uh, remark, no, it makes you sense. my point yeah i don't think it's a case about editing what you do it's just about being consistent so mm. i'd like to think that the the way i am in in real life reflects the way i'm on my social and you know i'm not editing the way i'm in social that's just the way i am um yeah. And I think if you want to be, if you are a certain way and that's your kind of core beliefs, core values, and that's, and that fits then with the projects that you're working in, amazing. Like 
that's how it should be. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to be, you know, do what I do in the way I am with 101. I'm not saying, right, right. you know, in, in terms of like that style and that message, because that's me mm-hmm. that, that I put into Sport 101. And mm-hmm. actually, if you are, you know, if you are somebody that likes to maybe go against the system and you like to challenge more openly in the, and you are, and that's you, then that should reflect in your social media. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, and it not being like, okay, I want to challenge stuff in real life. And then when you go onto your social, you're not challenging. Then people are like, well, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. That, that's inconsistent. Not being real. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So just, yeah. If, 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 if I can add, if I, if I can add on that, because I immediately feel attacked if you're talking about personas who are challenging the system or, <laughs> or pointing the fingers at the system. <laughs> I, 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 I do believe that, that it is important that if you have uh, or you manage different projects or you are online in social media uh, as yourself but also as a brand, then then you need to be, I, I guess you do need to be different. Uh, I, I will be, speaking for myself, a lot more outspoken uh, if I am posting on social media as Ernst Bart. Uh, I will be critical but a little bit less outspoken if I do this as studio hockey uh, and I won't be outspoken at all or critical at all if I do this as my hockeytoday.cc project because that is not about being critical or being um, uh, that, that has its own goals and, and I do think that, that yeah obviously you need your social media persona to reflect who you really are um, but when you have different roles in life, uh, be it as, as a brand or an organization, or be it as a, a private person and a coach who is online, those can also be two different personas online. Yeah, then you need a little bit to adapt your your uh, your social media presence to yeah what what you are mm-hmm. presenting at that moment. I think it's an adaption, but it's not a completely different hat. I think it's what people don't want is people to look and, you know, they'll see that you're attached to Studio Hockey and Hockey Today CC and you're an individual. What people, where people get confused and kind of like, well, what's going on is when the messages are vastly different. And that then is the inconsistency that's issue. Uh, Sergio, you look like you're... You've... No, no, I, I was going to say just what Aaron said, but also it depends on how big the company or the project is because it's not the same if... I itself is not the case, but it would be like, okay, his opinions are reflected through this platform, but it's not the same as if you have a company with employees, because maybe some of the people don't think the same way, and you have to have more like a central or neutral mm-hmm. point of view on topics, I feel. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I think, yeah, agreed. But I also think it's you got to be really careful, and I think this is where people put views are their own. And I think that's a really important thing to to have in there uh, because I think it can. People are watching. People aren't stupid. People can see. Okay, this is the flavor of this person's social media, uh, and then all of a sudden you're now launching this, which is a very very different flavor. Yet we've seen what you say, how you are, how you act that flavor people are then going to remember that and that's going to be then the view the lens that they'll look through mm-hmm. so i think it's been really it's paying attention to the lens which people are looking at you through i think that's that's the key really and not think okay well i've said it on my social that's not going to have any effect at all on right. the other projects that i do right. uh, you, and i think that's probably the the clarity piece and the consistency mm-hmm. piece that i just kind of want to bring up that uh, if you allow me uh, would you would you uh, if you do not have a brand but you are just Mike Irving or Ernst Bart uh, who has his own private uh, world views and a private uh, social media presence uh, mm-hmm. uh, but you also have a role as a coach at a certain club with a certain team, uh, maybe even a national team, youth national team or whatever. Um, 
and sometimes you post as as a, as a private person, but sometimes you post as a coach, uh, like you told uh, before, uh, discussing about an umpire decision before in in in, yeah. in 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 the game game of last weekend, for example. Um, that is different than if I post as a, a proud father of a son or I, I post about uh, something, a political view that I want to share or not share. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how do you then manage the differences between those, those roles? Manage who's seeing what. Uh, and I think for your stuff where it's... Stuff where it's... You, want to maybe have that freer voice and it not attaching to hockey, then maybe that sits in a different forum and a different space. You know, I have my private Facebook where I will talk about anything, you know, other things, but that's for my, my friends, my family. And therefore I will share very, you know, different things in that arena. But I'm, when I'm on Twitter, that's my hockey arena and then i will share about hockey even though i have my curving on twitter i know that that's going to be seen from people all over the world so that's still my hockey presence you know my personal instagram my personal facebook are for me and my friends you know and that what gets shared there is very uh, will look different and will say different things but at the same time my message doesn't change. The way I speak doesn't change. I'm still me. I'm still, you know, the way that Bernardo's got to know me over the years and whatever else, you know, that doesn't change. But I am very aware that if I say a certain thing on this, it's going to come across as this. If I say it in the same way on that, it's going to come across in a different way. And I think this is where moving tact ever so slightly, I think this is where understanding the platforms as a, an individual and as a brand is massive. And that's something that I've been paying, trying to pay particular attention to and learn, learn about is that you need to understand that each platform is almost a different language right. and you need to learn to speak that language to make things land. So having the same thing on Instagram and Facebook, you can kind of get away with because they're very similar. They're big visuals, everything else. Twitter is a conversation. You're not going to post the same thing. Twitter is about how you gauge, how you chat to people, you know, how you can create maybe a relationship. Like that's where you can build that on there. Mm -hmm. Then you've obviously got YouTube and TikTok. I think TikTok is something which I want to like learn and get into because actually it's not just for 14 year old kids. Actually, there are huge influences on there in business, in Mm -hmm. worldwide. And actually, that's really important. You've got LinkedIn, which is obviously another social media, yeah. you know, it is. And actually you need to be able to speak the right language on the right platform. Um, and I think that is massive. And I think, you know, going back to Bernardo and Self Pass, I think they absolutely nailed how they used uh, YouTube back in the day, you know, how they've, you know, over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, like absolutely smashing it on there because they're speaking the right language on the right platform. And I think as a coach, you need to understand what your language is and how you're trying to present. So there's a, there's a guy just starting out actually, who I think is going to do an amazing job called just don't, just don't coach. Um, And he's just started out on Instagram, putting some stuff up there. And the language that he's speaking on Instagram is amazing. And it's so good. It's and it's productive really well. It's sharing knowledge like it's fantastic. Um, Mike, sorry to to interrupt. And I want to interrupt you the less as possible because I want to listen and to learn more (laughs) than than anything. But do you have one or two details from that ex- specific example that you, you recall that, that you, you think that that's why this guy is doing such a good job if, if it comes from the from yeah the so of so I think the thing that he does really well is he's one making uh, a very short simple video which has some written takeaway coaching points so when he's talked about uh, he's done some like upright backhand goal scoring was his latest video that he posted today. 
Um, and he's put some really clean, clear, simple coaching points on there. Great visual, right. uh, really nice intro and outro, which is on brand. And we'll talk about brand in a second, because I think yeah, that would yeah. be really interesting to, to hear from you, sure. Bernardo, on that, um, to kind of open that discussion out. Okay. But it, having known the guy for a little bit before, and he kind of approached me, he was like, I want to run this project. Do you think it will go? And I was like, absolutely, just go for it. Yeah. And I think it's going to land really well. I think it's cool. Uh, and I think people should go and check it out. Sure. Um, will, and he doesn't know what I'm saying about this, by the way. It's good promotion. I, it's good promotion for him. But it's well, like, I respect what he's trying to do. I think it's really good. Cool. But is, 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 this, is this, why is he doing this? Is this a coach who wants to make a name as a coach and is tr going to try social media for this? Uh, I think he has a lot of ideas and wants to share them. Um, and I think it's that sharing piece, which is massive. Like he yeah. wants to share, he's got ideas. Yeah. Okay. He knows that, I guess he knows that if he does a really good job and he promotes himself, well, doors may open for connections, opportunities, whatever, um, which will happen. You know, if you do a good job in anything in the world, if you, if you're a really good Uber driver, you're going to get, <laughs> you know, recommended for other drives so i think it doesn't matter what you do in the world if you do a good job people yeah. recognize and and bring it up so yeah and i think like i said he wants to share he wants to show the ideas that he's got he's a creative guy and yeah i think that's where it came about yeah when you're saying uh like anything you do in life if you do good enough like people are going to recognize it i think the idea itself is uh as worth it as the how you present it and how you share it because maybe yeah. you have the best content ever as a coach but you don't know how to present it in a way that is uh, valuable enough for people so it's almost worthless i think yeah yeah i'm sure 100 percent um i think bernardo it'd be really cool to hear about the the branding of self pass just for a little bit because I know from my point of view when I started Sport I won Sport 101 I looked up to self pass in as a as a brand and I think it's uh, the way it came across and it was so kind of innovative and clean and yeah just out there I think it really inspired me in terms of how I wanted you know to create my own brand that could then present its own message in that way so yeah it'd be cool to to hear about yeah. that well not trying to take much time of, of your spotlight here <laughs> because uh, um and not going off the topic of of uh, coaching branding and, and social media but just to share some uh, some quick ideas from us i think uh the the main uh, the main motivation was a bit what you described about that new project it was just about share something uh, that we, if we talk about our videos and, and, and video content, the main, the first and the main motivation was about to share some stuff that we thought that was like really cool to watch ourselves. And then statically it was very, was a pleasure to watch some of the stuff that the boys were doing. So uh, then we started to share that and then there was a, a kind of an artistic involvement around that that I think was very appealing for us like the addition of the video so to add some cool songs that we thought was was uh, uh, that became for us like a video a full video edition was a kind of a, a art form in a way you know and uh, and, and then to, to sum it up it started like completely free and organic then we started to have some responsibilities some sponsors uh, which gave us opportunities to grow and to learn about social media and about uh, certain professional guidelines in a way. And now we transition to a, a stage where uh, it feels really good that we just want to say and do whatever it feels right for us and for our fans. And I think that feels like freedom in a way, you know, that that yes, we have a fan base, we love the engagement and we love the love we get from the fans, but it feels also that it's more real for them that 
we do whatever it feels nice for us and hopefully they will enjoy it you know and hopefully they respect and so far that's a bit what we we feel so uh, yeah it's it's been a good a good uh, a good project and now about about branding i think we what made a big difference for us is at some point we started to understand a lot what our end audience uh, engaged with in terms of days and things and the kind of, uh, content that people really wanted to see, the kind of language they wanted to see. Our language shifted a little bit and then we started to communicate in, in shorter message, really direct messages in the edge of being I, I will not say street because street is a very it's a, it's a word that is very wasted right now uh, and but we like to be in the edge of being like just two friends talking in the street or two neighbors talking in the street without being unpolite or without saying anything that you should not you should not say so now just to, to, to finish my part here uh, we want to keep on being innovative and cool and disruptive also. We like to, to be seen as a disruptive uh, platform. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our goal now, yeah. And I think having that disruptive message is really cool. And I think that's one of the things that kind of drew me to it because also it, it was trying to break the mold. It what you know, it still is breaking the mold, opening new lanes, showcasing what can be done, not only from a skills perspective, but as a as an entity in itself. It it it's always changing, it's always moving. And I think that's so cool. And I think a lot of people could take a lot of um, a lot of ideas from what you're from what you what you guys have created. I think what Sergio said was it's very important what he said about uh, a lot of great ideas or are still in a, in a in a PowerPoint. They never come to light just because you don't dare to, you know. Uh, and, and I think I appreciate all the persons here in the call are not really like that. I think we all dare and we all try and maybe often you fail, but at least you try it. You know, uh, so th that's important. But for us, it became very important that the aesthetics and the way we place our visuals and so on was it's always a, was always a big uh, concern for us. So I, I think that 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 can make that can make a difference as well. The way you you because there are a lot of cool videos and there are a lot of cool tricks, but maybe the the addition. The people didn't were a bit lazy or didn't want to go further in their edition or they didn't want to hire a professional or whatever. And then the potential is not fully there, you know. So yeah. I think that, that that's that's important. If if if, if you allow me, um, why why do you think? And I, I, possibly it's 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 a bit of a tricky question because uh, we're forced sitting here talking about this. Why is it that, well, both we do not have a lot of women coaches, but we see, or maybe it's just me and I don't see them, we don't see a lot of female presence as coaches in social media. Um, is that because my, my bubble is, is, is male? Could be, and I think the thing on social is you it's got some very clever algorithms that sit behind it. So if you naturally drift towards following male coaches or, you know, male personalities, your social media content will be Dream. going through a stream yeah. and more of yeah. that will pop up. So it, I think it's people need to be um, more aware about, Actually, there are plenty of female coaches out there having a voice and saying things, but actually your social media will be grooved in a way which maybe isn't opening that up. So I, you know, I think go and find it like it's out there. Um, 
you know, if I look at my staff at Sport 101, I think I'm probably 60% female coaches. Um, you know, and last year I had, so for me last year out of probably 70 odd coaches, I'd say that, yeah, at least 40, yeah, I'd say 35 were female, uh, 35, 40 were female. And I think that's, for me, I think there's as many amazing female coaches out there as there are male and I will just employ the best coaches that I can. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been really, you know, I don't see Sport 101 as sitting in as a male brand or a female brand. It's no, no, but brand, the, but, think, but do you do you really think that it, it, is it just okay? I I'm seeing uh, not enough or not many female coaches expressing their opinions out there. Uh, Yes, that could be because I, I, my bubble is a little bit too male and, 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 uh, uh, or too, too white or too, too European or too whatever. Um, but, or is it, is it that they haven't found their voice in, in, in this area yet? I think more, more are, and I think there are some really good, um, platforms which are getting more female coaches out there and and spreading the world of female so like in the uk we've got women's sports trust um which supports a lot of the female athletes um and i think that's a fun you know i had tess howard on my podcast the other day and she was she's an ambassador for them uh, and they're doing fantastic work in promoting female athletes and coaches as well so i think yes there's obviously i think more there are probably more men more male coaches on social um but i think uh, i think yet was the key word that you used i think there will be a far bigger um presence of female coaches and stuff as more females as that as more female coaches start to come to the the fore and i think that's not me saying that they're not they haven't been good enough before. I think they have been more than good enough. And I, I think there should have been far more female coaches in certain positions earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think society is actually finally breaking down the barriers which should be which should never have been there. Oh, um, I fully agree, I fully agree with that. Um, if if you look at uh, being a, a young coach and and and, and you want to. Make yourself, make it a name for yourself. Yeah, obviously you can do that the old-fashioned way, and just by becoming a good coach, having some luck with your team, and 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 getting the results and getting noticed. But what can you do on social media to to uh, make sure that you also establish a name as a coach? Uh, share and add value would be my two biggest pieces of advice. Um, share information share knowledge um i think if you're out there sharing information and it's not just staying in your little bubble then i think that helps uh and secondly think about how you can add value to people so if you want to make a connection how not what can you take from them but what can you give them and i think that's massive um and i think whether that's giving time for free whether that's giving ideas whether that's whatever it may be how can you share and how can you add value and i think if you live in that world then i think you will move forward pretty quickly i think of somebody like uh i think jack rolf's done a fantastic job with his match play cards off and I think his the way he's kind of built his social and stuff and the way he's connected with people and wants to share, I think has been a real part of that. Um, and I think that's been really big in his kind of growth as uh, influence is not the right word, but you know what I mean? Like as somebody who is out there in the social media and people recognize the name and, and understand, I think he's done that very well. Um, so yeah, I think, how can you share information how can you add value not how can you take all the time so i also think it's important when you share content to think as widely as you can to think that you can share it to many as many people as possible because as you said the algorithms work in in a way 
that you see more what you're already seeing, so you can feel inside of a uh, bubble already. So when you share, you have to think people are not gonna share, not gonna think or not gonna share the same things as you. So think widely and think as as many people as you can. Yeah, definitely, and think. And I think it's okay to, and I've had a conversation with somebody about this recently, I think, well, it was actually with you guys, <laughs> about um, it's really important that actually you can have two people say very, very similar things. And that's like, don't, not just say, okay, well, they've spoken about X. That means I can't go anywhere near it. Actually, I think it's really important if you've got a similar idea, put your idea out there as well, because it's not going to, I'm going to say something and you three are going to say something and it's all going to come across very differently because we have our own backgrounds of voices and opinions and thoughts. So just because you said something about a topic or something, that doesn't stop you from also sharing that. I think carbon copy is a very different thing. So if you literally like copy it exactly the same, that's an issue. But, yeah. if, you know, if somebody's saying about something say about it as well like we was saying about this like just don't coach guy he's doing technical skills videos jimmy colane who i also had on my podcast recently yeah has done technical videos yeah. i've got a lot of technical videos which i'm recording and getting prepared as well yeah. all three will be very different you know you could argue yeah. that self-pass stuff is a technical skills video yeah because yeah, yeah. the amount of times you see the you know kids and myself try to, <laughs> try to do those things like no shame there's no shame that. <laughs> so I, i'm still practicing and i'm still a big kid at heart so <laughs> i definitely want to be able to do all, do all the skills but uh yeah i think put it out there um and I, the other thing i kind of want to stress is done and done is better than perfect i think you're better yeah. off getting right. something you know right. Get it done, get it out of there. Okay, it may sure. not be a hundred percent right, sure. but if it's if it's out there, it's doing something. And there's plenty of stuff which I've posted where I look back and I'm like, oh my god, that's awful. Like I was looking back through my Instagram today, when Neil was coming on. I was like, okay, let's go through. Have I been consistent in what I'm preaching? And yeah, I'd like to say I'm pretty consistent across the Instagram. Um, you know, obviously between post one and post five, six hundred, whatever we're on now they do look different but the the thread is still the same um but yeah some of the stuff i look back i'm like that's horrible but at the time <laughs> it was right and it was what i knew and it, it's out there you don't kind of yeah. can't live in the oh well people may not like it no one's gonna like everything you just yes. gotta get stuff out there to start mike can i have a, a question for you that is uh, not to change the tone of our talk but uh, we are talking mostly about benefits and advantages of and, and how to use social media in the best way possible but uh, I, I think I had briefly this conversation with you in the past and we are also involved in some online coaching education and for me uh, sports is a bit different from business or, or, or other areas where there is a huge Technology, technological advance, acceleration, especially in this last couple of months. But in, in sports, like we don't live from live only for sharing information. We the real world is out there in the pitch, and the real world is dealing with real people and improving athletes and so on. So for, for me, the question now to summarize is what are the, the threats also and where can social media affect you as a coach you understand so where where is it negative where it becomes negative for you as a coach as well i think a uh, potential negative is you think that you should coach in certain ways or you should act in certain ways because you've seen somebody say something on twitter or you feel scared to do something because you've seen somebody said certain things on social and i think you still have to go out and make mistakes and be your own coach don't fall into a mold which isn't you um i'll totally put my hand up and say as a as a young coach starting out i sat very much in a mold of what was happening at the time and 
I was wanting to progress my career and I, you know, you kind of think, oh, well, if I step out of line too far, is that going to affect me? You know, people seeing me and this and the other. And I think that you still need to take a, take a look at it and be like, is this for me? Um, funny, I was, we were, I was talking on a, a culture workshop the other day and talking about the, you know, now, later, never, you know, what is being said that affects you now? And what can you use as a coach now? What can you use as a coach later? So actually you like the idea of it, but you need to go away and play with it and tweak it and adjust it. Um, and what are you looking at being like that? That's not me. And actually, if that's not you and that's a never category, then you have to be able to close it, leave it and walk away uh, and not let it not let it sit in the back of your head. Because if it sits in the back of your head and keeps going at you, that's actually sitting in the later category, yeah, yeah. not the right. never. So I know and, you know, it's experience and even some stuff I'll see and I'll get riled up about, you know, get cross about something because I've read something or disagreed but I need to just and I've had to then go okay no that's never yeah like that's a never thing I don't agree with it it's not I don't want it to affect my coaching so I'm going to go back to my my other stuff and and take that on board Uh, and I think and I think with the the amount of um uh education the boom in online education education over the last couple of months due to covid I think there's so much information that coaches yes. really, before they get on back on a pitch, need to really go back through and be like, okay, I can use this. This isn't relevant. That's filter. And, yeah, and filter it down yeah. because yeah. otherwise, you know, everyone's going to have this a million one, and the players yeah. will be like, what is going on? Because there's just yeah. going to be so many, like, so many things flying at the players. Too the much players. information paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I think just take what's right for you and your um you and your arena that you're in. Um and for you as a coach at that moment in time and that's where I think the later thing is so important. I mean, I've got my notebook which I've got probably 10 of <laughs> which I'm working through at any one time for different things because I know actually I am I want to be able to come back to it and I think having a notebook is really valuable because I can scribble all over it draw you know draw my diagrams and stuff and then I can come back to it later so I if I want to go back to stuff where at my club from four years ago I just pull that notebook out and I can flick through it and it and it's there um so I think that's a a nice thing to be able to work through Uh, I know it's not social but it's it's still a way to filter the social at times but I think also applies to social media and branding because when you when you think about uh, why am I doing this or when you try to have like a critical approach, it's it's better for you as a person and for you as a brand. So if you think why I'm having this on the later or on the never or right now, you have to think why I'm putting this on this category. So I think it's better if you step back. Oh, 100%. And I think that's why... Um, Sport 101 is on TikTok. I've posted nothing, and I <laughs> because I'm I'm not ready to. I don't understand it well enough yet to dive into it. Cool. Um, I think when I understand the platform better and I understand the language that we go back to earlier, I will go into it because it's where people are communicating, and I think people can't be like snobbish, like look down at other things and be like, oh well you know that doesn't relate to me it's actually you know if we look back oh this is going to age me a little bit if we look back to my space uh, you yeah. know going back and actually yeah. that was where people communicated yeah, wow yeah. that is ancient yeah. that's that's last century man yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know i i listen to a lot of people outside of hockey and i, I think it help, helps keep me kind of sane right. and fresh um, and I listened to a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk and he's, his whole thesis is around you talk to you, their communication tools. As much as a mobile a phone is a communication tool for me to talk to somebody else, they are communication platforms and you can't get too proud or too stuck on one or the other because you need to understand, okay, well, who is listening on this platform? Should, and I'm then going to be able to talk 
to them. Yeah. And I think that's a real skill. Uh -huh. should, should coaches use social media as a communication platform with their players? And how? Uh, I think if you look at someone like Buckley's first team, uh, I think they use it. Uh, I know Zach's not a big player in that, um, but actually their team promotes what that team's about, which then can help people want to join that team. Um, you look at Mannheim from the EHL last year. I know that's not a coach, but you look at what they did and the, the level of uh, the video and yeah. the, uh, the color and the music and the whole, the feel of the whole thing. That, for me, step, that stepped up a game level, which yeah. I've not seen in hockey. I, I'm, I follow a lot of guys on YouTube who are um, like cinematographers and photographers and things like that. So I've seen that yeah. style, but not in the hockey world. And when I saw that, yeah. I was like, wow this Whoa. is really cool and it made yeah. me think okay Mannheim is serious about like moving things forwards and doing things properly um and so I think as a coach you can you can use it as a as a way of expressing like we said earlier about don't just hurt, like he's using it as a way to express himself and express his opinions and I think that's then going to potentially if you then attach that to your team that you're working with that then can draw people into that team um and like bernardo said it's an art like yeah. it's communication and if you look at it in certain ways it's also an art form um so yeah uh, is that kind of does that answer that question and to the question from ernst uh, sorry ernst but just before you, you you finish your answer i think I don't know, but I expect also from Ernest, the question is also like in UK, there are a lot of restrictions in terms of coaches communicating with, with especially youth players via social, via social media. And whereas in, in, in other countries like Germany or Netherlands or, or Belgium or Spain, it might be one of the main communication channels with the players. You know, maybe you have a Facebook group or or you, you communicate, you have an uh, Instagram page of your team or something like that. So it will be also interesting to, to, to know your experience because you have worked abroad and then you are mostly working in UK. So what, what, how are the different realities? What is more effective or, or, or equally effective? Yeah, I think for me, it's making sure if you've got youth that you communicate to the parents and that they understand how you're going to communicate to the player the players so if it's known that within your team you're using whatsapp to speak to players then parents need to be aware of that if parents want to join the whatsapp group then they they're welcome to um you know if parents you know if uh, parents should really be on whatsapp groups for u18s um but it's it, there's there has to be an understanding okay what 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 is the channel you want to use and how then does that player fit into it as an under 18 but also like a you know my initial point and i there's no really other point like you have to communicate to the parents and the parents need to understand what's going on in that um i think it can be a if you're using something like coach logic or huddle or something like that that could be your communication tool and then the parents can be on there as well. Uh, I think the beauty mm -hmm. of having the various different technologies, that's a good way to be able to do that, I think. Sergio, yeah. I, I would like to know from you, Sergio, mm -hmm. that you coach the under 14 team in Spain. How do you communicate as a coach with your team? Uh, mostly WhatsApp, um, but I think this also uh, depends a lot of opinions. Um, uh, I think as a coach, like you should have your like WhatsApp group and with the parents as well individually as with your players, but I don't like to think that every team has to have an Instagram account and maybe it's one only for the club and that's it. Like it's sometimes you don't have to be everywhere. Like it's yeah. not to do something if you're gonna do it so bad that it's gonna be a bad reflection of the image of the club. So also, yeah. it's very like okay. Just this, but this is how I communicate, and just just one way. A hundred percent. And I think 
that's where I think we talk about Buckingham Ladies first team and their kind of separate Instagram. But I I also believe that if you're sitting in a club as a team, there shouldn't be a I I don't like it when I see like a a hockey club men's Instagram and then a hockey club women's and then there are separate team ones within that and you're like well yes. well who do I like you say who do I talk who do I talk to because it's communication like who do I yeah. what's the message whereas I think the clubs that do really well they have their their social media and account and then yeah. they it's consistent and I I think from your point of view I think if you're communicating with your team I think like exactly as you, I completely agree it needs to be streamlined so they know okay it's going to be all through coach logic or it's going to be all through whatsapp you know or it's going to be all through facebook so then there's not the kind of divergence going on and people miss information and misunder what's going on and also because you see that people a lot so you don't need to have like that funny or distended type of conversation because you already have it in in in, in the pitch or during some break so you need that as a, as a tool yeah and i'm I am an advocate as well of a players group and a players and staff group because we've all been on WhatsApp groups where you see stuff and you're like, I don't need to know this. There is <laughs> there is information going on out there. I don't need to yeah, know. Like, it's good for them to have like an, an separated group or whatever, a platform in which they can express without thinking, oh, there's an adult seeing this. 100%. And this goes right back to what we were talking about at the beginning. What Who is in your bubble of communication and have you got the trust that you can be fully expressive in that and that's then not going to go elsewhere where you don't want it to be seen um i had a really good piece of advice years and years ago um good friend of mine and he said and this was talking about in the real world and actually it fits really nicely to this and he was saying if you are walking into a building and it's one of those revolving doors and you don't see fully the person that's on the other side and you're being silly and you stop the door or you you do something that person the next day could be interviewing you and you don't know so you need to think about how you behave and how you act and how you are because you never know where that next interview could be so and i think that's kind of stuck with me and, and i think is the way i like to think that i come across in the world is this is who I am and I want to make sure that I'm always building bridges and not burning them. And I think that's, that's massive. Well, it, it sounds like a great closing message. <laughs> I, 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 well, for me, we would stay here one hour more. I think in terms of timing, this went really quick, if, I, yeah. if I'm honest. Um, I don't know where it's the, you are the, the moderator. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think it was a very good message to 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 end up with. Uh, can yeah. may, may, maybe one one last uh, question for for Mike? Uh, can you give three pieces of advice for coaches to do or not to do on social media? Uh, share, add value, be true to yourself.